0: To golf better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode 179. Hello everyone, Tom Bursell here. You hear that college football music in the background. It's hard to believe that the season is almost over, but it's happy holidays for us and happy bowl season if you're a college football fan. Tom Bursell again here, Kerry Cabase with me, resident college football expert. And where'd the year go, man? It went fast.
1: It went quick. Uh, there's some uh, great bowl games uh, that we'd like to discuss with the day here. I think there's going to be some great matchups and really
0: some good entertainment here over the next uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, let's break some of these down. It starts a couple days uh, before Christmas, the ones we're looking at, some marquee matchups, and it's it's really cool how these names came together. The first one I got to see on the 30th of December, Notre Dame and LSU. Uh, Music City Bowl up in Nashville, a uh, really good matchup. I mean, uh,
1: yeah, you, we always love to see these intersectional teams play uh uh, they, they don't get to play each other very much uh, during the regular season, you know, the, with the conference schedules like that. So to see a matchup of two marquee programs like Notre Dame-LSU is a real treat for for the
0: viewers. And it's hard to believe with 12 games in the book that LSU is still trying to find an identity on offense.
1: Well, I mean, they wanted to be a power team this year, uh, obviously with great running backs and uh they have a, a new quarterback, uh, uh, Anthony Jennings, and obviously the Brandon Harris also came in and played some like that. So I think they wanted to be a, you know, a physical, uh, you know, downhill uh, running football team. Uh, struggled a little bit early in the season, but it, it, toward the end, I think they kind of almost got there. They really became a pretty physical team, and I mean, they they got the they got the guys that can run the football right now. All right, Kerry, go out on a limb. Who are you liking that one? Well, I'm going to take LSU in the game. I think they really came on strong. Obviously, Notre Dame faltered down the stretch. Uh, Really tough finish for them. So a little more momentum with LSU in this
0: game. Uh, I like the uh, Tigers to win this one. Same day, Georgia, who was almost the SEC East champs. They only had three more games to play and then kind of lost at the end. Playing Louisville, Georgia's a a seven-and-a-half point favorite right now.
1: I think that's too many points, to be honest with you. I think Louisville's a, a up-and-comer. Bobby Petrino's a really, really good coach. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see
0: Louisville upset uh, Georgia in that game. All right, New Year's Eve, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl moves from a night game to an early game. What a matchup we have here out of the SEC West, Ole Miss, and then TCU, who was on the cusp of being in the playoffs. Uh, just a few seconds
1: away from being undefeated, lost a heartbreaker to Baylor, or they'd be in the Final Four right now quality team. Uh, Gary Patterson's one of the best coaches in college football, has been for many, many years.
0: Uh, I think TCU is hard to beat. I I like them in that game. Yeah, they're favored by three and a half, and they will travel well, as will Ole Miss. Hey, Boise and Arizona. Arizona giving up three and a half.
1: Fiesta Bowl. Boise State is incredible. I mean, this uh, every year they just have solid teams. They do a great job. These bowl games, these big-time bowl
0: games, they really get up for it. I like them beating Arizona in, in the Fiesta Bowl. Kind of a pseudo-home game for Arizona. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Mississippi State, the Bulldogs, what a clash of styles playing Georgia Tech. Mississippi State. Right there. They were right on the edge, too, until that uh, that last week of the season, the Egg Bowl. They're giving up seven points right now to Georgia Tech.
1: Paul Johnson uh, has obviously done a fantastic job there. Uh, they run the football well as anyone. But uh, Mississippi State's front seven may be as good as uh, in the SEC. You know, most of the year, they were really, really good. I'd take Mississippi State in this game. I think they can stop the run. They've got a few weeks to prepare for this
0: uh, Georgia Tech running game and uh, I just like their defense to, uh, in this game and if it wasn't for required media and TV timeouts that game might be over in an hour and a half you're right. <laughs> as much as they run the ball you're right Auburn and Wisconsin kind of a rematch of several years ago when Wisconsin beat Auburn down down in central Florida and kind of turned the tide Tommy Tuberville started recruiting big defensive backs after that they kind of got out physical but uh, Wisconsin without a coach yeah, so again, Auburn has to go against Barry Alvarez for the <laughs> second
1: time in a bowl game. So it's kind of kind of funny. But know uh, yeah, Auburn made a big hire here this this past week with Will Muschamp. Even though Will will not be the defensive coordinator during the game, you know he's going to have his uh, kind of his finger on this game like that. I mean, I like Auburn in this game. I think uh, a little bit of a, a tough situation in Wisconsin with uh, get, uh, their head coach leaving, but it should be a hell of a game. I mean, I think two really good teams who could like to run the
0: football and be a pretty physical game like you said, but I think Auburn can uh, take this one. Before we take a break one more New Year's Day bowl game that's a great one. Michigan State, old Sparty playing the Baylor Bears. How about that? Great matchup we
1: talked about. I mean, this is one that you, I mean, you'd mean you love to go see this one if you if you could. Uh, uh, I think it'll be a great matchup. I, I, I kind of like Michigan State this game. I mean, their defense uh, uh, can rise to the occasion. They're going to run the football, try to keep the ball away from uh, betters, uh, you know, high-octane
0: offense like that, but really a really good game and uh, uh, one that uh, I got marked as one of the ones you definitely want to watch. When we come back, we'll be talking about the playoff, the one we've been waiting for all year, the one they've been talking about every week, the college football playoff, the Final Four. We'll be discussing that after these words from Callaway Golf, makers of the Speed Regime Golf Ball. This Week in College Football brought to you by Callaway Golf, the maker of the Callaway Speed Regime Golf Ball. Kerry, what makes this golf ball so good? Tom, it's a very, very good golf ball. It's a premium golf ball. What I like
1: about Speed Regime, though, it's designed for your swing speed. A lot of golf balls on the market, they're just one version of it. But as we all know, we all have you know, different swing speeds. So Speed Regime is a quality, tour-proven golf ball that a senior player could use. And in the Speed Regime, uh, they have numbers. They number it by your swing speed. So the number one version of the Speed Regime would be for someone with a slower swing speed, maybe a senior player or someone with a little bit slower speed. The Speed Regime 2 would be more guys like me and you that have more average swing speed, you know, still can, uh, you know, swing out pretty good and get some good distance with it. And then for the advanced player, someone with a lot of club head speed, they make a, a 3 version. So what's good about it is you have a golf ball here that anybody can play with, and it's a golf ball that's played on tour.
0: The Callaway Speed Regime Golf Ball available at all worldwide golf shops, including Roger Dunn Golf Shops, Golf Mart, Vans Golf Shops, Uinta Golf, Edwin Watts Golf, and Golfers Warehouse. Well, New Year's Day is not going to disappoint. The first game out west, the Rose Bowl, Florida State and Oregon. Great matchup. I mean, Oregon's favored in the game, but FSU's
1: won what twenty nine in a row. Uh, Oregon's not played a team like uh, FSU They can throw the football, they can run the football. They're very, very uh, talented. Uh, on the offensive side, as is, uh, obviously, uh, Oregon. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take FSU in this game. I just think these guys know how to win. Jameis has been there before. They actually won the national championship out there, you know, about this time, you know, about a month away from uh, winning it last year. So I, I think that's a game that uh, uh, I just like FSU's ability to win games. I will say this, though. They get off to a slow start in this game. They can find themselves down 21, 28 points before they know it and won't be able to come back. They are going to have to start a lot quicker In this game, and
0: uh, you don't want to get behind Oregon. They get rolling, uh, they can blow you out of the game. Well, you count a number of times this year that they've had their backs to the wall. Clemson, Notre Dame, NC State, Louisville. Florida. I mean, they've just responded every time in Georgia Tech. They know how to win. I mean, they're,
1: they're, you just can't take that away from them. These guys have been unbelievable. They've got the talent. Oregon's a very talented team. It's more of a home game, I guess, for them. But I just like FSU in the game. I think they're if they'll not get off to a slow start, they can start quickly and hang in there and make that a
0: close game in the fourth quarter. you got to love their chances because they know how to win. You have to really look back and really test the memory banks. When was the last time there's been a game with two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks in it? Uh, I don't know if I, I, right. maybe never. Yeah I, can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't think of one. But
1: and two great quarterbacks, obviously, two two
0: guys that'll be uh, playing in pro football next year. And the nightcap in the Sugar Bowl, a pseudo home game for the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Talk about that matchup. Urban Meyer and Nick Saban at one time had won five out of seven national championships available, the five that they had.
1: And they've had some epic battles head-to-head in uh, SEC championship games. I mean, I think Urban wanted to get the Big Ten so he didn't have to worry about playing Alabama and all these tough teams in the SEC in these conference championship games. But he's done an awesome job at at, uh, at Ohio State. They are the class of the Big Ten. They're going to be that way for a while. He's got a heck of a program up there. Really feel sorry for them, you know, having a third-string quarterback who, obviously he didn't play too bad against Wisconsin in the uh, Big Ten championship game, but that's a that's a that's a tough uh, road for them to take a young guy in there like that play against a veteran Alabama team, a veteran defense that uh, knows how to and shut people down i think alabama is hard to beat in this game as you said almost
0: like a home game for them uh i think alabama rolls in this game yeah what a coaching job urban meyer has done this year probably one of his best ever like you said going down not only to his third quarterback but coaching these guys up i'm not sure they have the depth at all positions that alabama does one of the things that alabama's been able to do is kind of wear teams down late third and fourth quarter they have and uh He's not too far away from having the type of depth that Alabama has.
1: But, uh, again, uh, playing at the Sugar Bowl, I think it's a big advantage for Alabama. They'll, they're hard to beat. They just wear you down. You look at the last few games they played uh, you know, against uh, Auburn and some of the other teams, in Missouri in the SEC Championship game, the other teams hang in there. But, boy, you get in that middle of the third quarter, you get in the fourth quarter. Alabama's depth and just overall talent just wins out, plus great
0: coaching, obviously. All right, so you like Alabama in the nightcap in the early game, Florida State. What a rematch that would be, or a matchup that would be.
1: Jimbo Fisher against uh, Nick Saban, probably talent-wise the two best teams in the country. When you get right down to overall talent on both sides of the ball, I think those two teams have the best talent. I I think it would be a great matchup. Uh, I think it would be the type of game that the Auburn FSU game was last year. It would be a classic.
0: Should it happen, how about that? You would have the team that won the national championship had just won its 30th game in a row versus a Nick Saban team that slipped a little bit against Ole Miss but has kind of kind of found ways to win this year. It would be a great game. I think they're the best team in the country right now going in, and in that matchup, I think Alabama would be hard to beat. Well, we'll check it out after it's over and see how we did. It's been a great preseason, midseason, and season-ending year with the it. carry It's hard to believe it went that fast.
1: It went quick, but I love the, the, the championship, having the final four uh, I think this is just huge for college football. The, obviously, the, the viewers
0: are going to see some great games, and I think they got it right on this. Well, thanks so much for doing it, Kerry. Thanks for joining me, and thanks to our listeners. And we'll do it again next time when we have a golf episode here at Golf Better at EdwinWantsGolf.com. So long, everyone.